about to witness the strength of street knowledge. You're listening to Dads with Swag, where your coach Sean has the tools to help you navigate some of life's ups and downs. Let's do it. Whether you're trying to balance work and life, going through a difficult time in marriage, or trying to manifest that perfect mate, Sean can get you from where you are to where you want to be. Loving husband and dad of two amazing girls, your coach Sean can help you turn your dreams into goals and make them a reality. No more faking change, it's time to start making change with the swaggiest dad of them all, your coach, Sean. This week, we're going a little deep, talking about the blame game. Who do you blame for all the shit that goes wrong in your life? Who do you blame? Do you blame your parents? Do you blame your wife, your husband, your ex-wife, your ex-husband? Some boy or girl that broke your heart in high school? Your boss because he won't give you a promotion? Your kids crying, keeping you up all night? Who do you blame? Like we have so much energy that we devote to blaming people for shit. So today's show, I'm going to challenge you throughout this whole episode to stop blaming people for the things they did to fuck your life up and start blaming them for making you the amazing person you are today. Ah, that sounds crazy, huh? You're like, Sean, you done, you done lost your mind. What do you mean? How am I going to blame my absentee dad for making my life great? How am I going to blame my crackhead mom for making my life great? How am I going to blame my jerk of a boss for making my life great? He's making it miserable. We're going to get to it. We're going to work through it. We're going to get you to that point where you're going to call people up and you're going to thank them and blame them for making you the amazing person you are today. Because we're all screwed up. That's the truth of the matter. The truth of the matter is I don't care how much money you have, how much fame you have, or how unfamous you are, or how broke you are. You got problems, and you have stress in your life. You have challenges that pop up unexpectedly. And it's all about how you handle that stuff. How do you handle it? Do you let it like ruin your entire day? Do you let it ruin your week, your month, your year, your lifetime? How do you handle it? What do you do? You know, or are you the type of person that says, man, I didn't get that promotion. So I'm going to work a little bit harder. And instead of blaming my boss for not giving me the promotion that I thought I was entitled to. I'm going to bust my butt. I'm going to work twice as hard. I'm going to prove to my boss and to myself and to the person that got that job and everybody else in the office that my boss made a mistake and should have hired me. And I'm going to work so hard and I'm going to prove so much stuff that next time there's a promotion, there's not even going to be a question on who should get that promotion. Maybe you still don't get the promotion. Maybe it is political. 
Maybe the boss does like other people more than they like you. Maybe you a jerk and that's why they don't like you. But you didn't lose nothing by busting your butt. You probably realized your true potential. You probably achieved more than you've ever achieved before. You probably learned some new skills. You know, if you're in sales, you probably got better sales numbers. Take all that stuff and go get another job. At a company that's going to respect you and support you. Because now you got a great skill set. You can be like, look, I crushed it for two years. Look what I did. So instead of sitting there at your desk blaming your boss for not giving you that job, blaming, blame him for giving you the opportunity to be a better version of yourself. Blame him for giving that fire in your butt to make you want to go out there and kick some ass. You know, you are who you are for the shit you've gone through in the past, both good and bad, right? Both good and bad stuff made you the person that you are today. So you have to be thankful for that. You have to be thankful that, yeah, there's some bad stuff that happened to me when I was a kid, or there's some bad stuff that happened to me in my first marriage, or there's some bad stuff that happened to me, you know, when I retired, But all that stuff is part of God's plan, as crazy as it may sound, as crazy as it may be. It's all part of God's plan. And his plan is to make you into the person that he wants you to end up becoming. And accomplishing the things that he wants you to end up accomplishing. Now, can you accomplish those same things if that situation at that certain point of your time didn't happen? Nope. Probably not. He's probably going to make sure that that happens at some point because it's part of your story. It's part of what's going to light that fire in your butt to get you to do the things that he wants you to do. You know, a lot of times we blame our parents, right? It's always our parents. And we blame our parents for all these things that they do and that they don't do. But do you realize that our parents are just playing the role of our parents? They're just being our parents. Bob is just being Bob. Jane is just being Jane. And all the shit that they went through in their life that, A, you probably don't even know about because they brushed it under the rug. They got it buried so deep, you don't even know about it. That formed them into the people that they are today. Their parents, the shit they went through, formed them. So their parents created your parents, and your parents created you. And all of those things that we think are horrible, they're just them. So we need to stop blaming them. We need to start saluting them and thanking them. Because without all of that crap, you would not be who you are today. Think about it. Think about like the four or five, ten things in your life that were like, man, this sucked. You know, this is just horrible. You know, I was 12 years old and, you know, my 
uncle was smoking crack rock and I saw it and we lived in the ghetto and I hated the ghetto and I didn't feel safe at school. Well, do you think that if you didn't live in the ghetto, you would still work so hard to make sure that you always lived in a nice apartment or had a nice house in a good area? Probably not, right? Because if you lived in this comfortable neighborhood in this comfortable environment, you'd probably be like, that was pretty cool. That was pretty comfortable. I wouldn't mind living like this for the rest of my life. But instead, you got a fire under your ass to achieve greatness because you didn't want to be stuck where you were. You didn't like the ghetto. You wanted to get out of the ghetto. You know, maybe you saw so many people smoke crack rock that you decided not to smoke crack rock. Or maybe you chose to. Maybe you chose to smoke crack rock and sell. Then you went to jail. And then you realize, man, this ain't the life for me. When I get out of jail, there's going to be no more crack rock for me. Right? And then you meet a young 12-year-old on the street one day. And he's still living in the ghetto. The same ghetto you're living in because you didn't have the courage to get out the ghetto. You sit that young man down and you say, young man, make me a promise. You're going to get out of this ghetto and you're not going to smoke crack rock. And maybe that kid goes on to become president. Maybe that kid goes on to cure cancer. Maybe that kid goes on to like jump in front of a bus from a pregnant woman and saves a mother and an unborn child. We don't know. We don't know what God's plan is. But I'll tell you what, there's a reason why your aunt or uncle smoked crack rock in front of you in the ghetto. There's a reason that you sold crack rock. There's a reason that you went to jail. And there's a reason that you talked to that other kid. There's a plan. There's a plan for everything. And we got to stop playing this blame game. I'm going to break it down for you. I'm going to get you by the end of this episode, by the end of this show, we're not going to be blaming people no more. And if we want to blame something, we're going to blame ourselves. This, just, this ain't in my notes, but this reminds me of a great quote. When you point the finger at somebody, you pointing three fingers back at yourself. Remember that. That's crazy, right? You're like, didn't make sense. Didn't make sense when I heard, first heard that quote. But you point one finger at somebody, you pointing three back at yourself. So if you got anybody to blame why you didn't get out of the ghetto or why you smoked crack rock, blame yourself. Not your parents. Not your boss. Not your job. Not your neighborhood. None of that. There's a lot of people that grew up in the ghetto, didn't smoke crack rock. You chose to. All right, so we're going to get you guys all out of this blame game. You want to chime in, hit us up on social media at your coach Sean. You could email me, SeanSeanAlfonso.com. But to the name of today's show is The Blame Game. So I came up with some songs. Not all of them have to do with blame, but a lot of them got to do with blame. So my first song coming from my boy Jamie Foxx. We're going to blame it on alcohol. Seem like 
with swag check us out on itunes and please subscribe rate and review the show we need all the love we can get you can find all our past episodes on dadswithswag.com follow us on social media at your coach sean and if you have any questions or show ideas or you want to come on the show email me at sean at seanalfonso.com I love to give back to charity. Sometimes I find it hard to just cut a big check. I get so busy with the wife and kids, I'm more of a set it and forget it kind of guy. 
That's why I love the Angel Club. I can pick the amount I want taken out of my checking account every month. I never see the money, so I never miss the money. And I can always feel good knowing I'm giving back every month. If you want to join the Angel Club, just go to PierceFamilyFoundation.com. The blame game. All right, so some tips on how to do it. All right, how to get out of the blame game. How to stop blaming these people for the perceived negativity that they brought into your life, right? It's just perception. You're just taking it that way. Like I told you, they're playing a part. They're doing them. They're living life the only way they know how to live life, right? There, there wasn't, we didn't get a manual when we came into this world. We got two parents that didn't know what the hell they were doing, right? So then they raised people who now don't know what they're doing. We're all just flying by the seat of our pants here, people. We respect our parents. We love our parents. We look up to our parents, right? We assume that our parents know everything. We assume that our parents are doing everything they're doing because that's what they know how to do. That's no. That's, that is farthest from the truth. Now, there's a couple things that they probably learned from books and reading, but now that's somebody else telling them to do it one way. Like I, I wrote a book on how to potty train kids. Don't buy it. It's it works great, but it I don't know. It don't go. I'll give it to you for free. Email me. I, I'll send you a free digital copy on how to, four easy steps to potty training your kid in three days. It's it, it's a good it's a good book, but um, don't pay money for it. I'll give it to you for free uh, just for being a loyal listener. Yeah, I could be my first sponsorship, but um, so. People can read, read my book, right? And then they're going to be like, oh, this is the best way to potty train kids. But then they can read another book and somebody else can teach them a completely different way to potty train a kid. So we're flying by the seat of our pants, people. You got to remember that. As much as you love your parents and you respect your parents, they're flying by the seat of their pants. I bet you if anybody went back to their parents or their bosses, well, maybe not your bosses, maybe your boss, like I said, doesn't like you because you're an asshole. But if you go back to your parents or your grandparents or your aunts or your uncles and you sit them down and you'll be like, when I was nine years old, you did this to me. And now I'm 40 and it still impacts my life. A, they're probably not going to remember it. They'll be like, I did what? Oh, my bad. Two, if they do remember it, and you ask them why they did it, they're probably not going to know, right? They're probably just going to say, I was doing the best I can. I didn't know. I didn't know that by packing you a school lunch, you were going to get your ass kicked on the playground, and you've been holding that against me for the last 25 years, 30 years. I didn't know because when I was a little kid, I always had to buy my lunch every day because we were so poor. I got free lunch at the school. So I thought I was doing you a favor by packing you a home lunch from my heart every single day. I didn't know you were getting beat up every day because you were the only kid brown bagging it. I didn't know that you felt less than because you were the only kid bringing a brown paper bag lunch to your fancy school where everybody else was was buying food from the food cart or whatever and you're still carrying that stuff around right you're still blaming your parents for that but what happens if your parents were to say man 
that was like a moment where I thought I was doing amazing parenting. Like that was some of the best parenting I was doing and I screwed you up. So this is what we're going to do. You're going to make a list. Make a list of all the things that messed you up in your life, right? My parents smoked. My parents drank. My parents did drugs. My dad worked too much. My mom didn't work enough. So when they got divorced, we were broke. And I was ashamed to have a mom that couldn't pick herself up and she became an alcoholic or, you know, whatever it is, whatever the things are, I was molested as a child. I was beat. I was, you know, any of these things, whatever it was, write it down, make a list. And then I want you to make another list. I want you to write a list right next to it. A list of all the amazing attributes that make who you are today. What are the things that define you as a person today? Is it unstoppable drive? Is it child advocacy? Is it helping others? Is it a caring heart? Is it financial success? Is it amazing marriage? Is it good parent? Maybe not the best parent, but you're trying to be as educated as you can on the situation. And your number one fact that you know in your head as a good parent is that you're going to screw a lot of stuff up. But you know that, but you're like, hey, I learned, I boned myself up. I'm trying to be the best that I can be. But I'm willing to take responsibility if I do mess my kids up. You know, maybe you're good with finances. Maybe your parents' car always broke down, so you'd always have to take the bus. So now you're like one of the best auto mechanics in the world. Or maybe you just go buy yourself like a Lexus or a Toyota or a Nissan or an Infiniti and it never breaks down, so you ain't got to worry about it. <laughs> Looking for sponsors. See, I got to drop little sponsor hints every now and then. But make these two lists. Make these lists about the things that fucked you up and the things that make you amazing today. Because there are things that make you amazing today. And if you say, man, Sean, there's nothing that makes me amazing today. I'm just a loser. Well, then I got some tips for you later on. For super losers. Super, super blamers. We'll call you guys super blamers. You know? But so, so like, here, here's a great example. My mom and dad, my mom and my biological dad got divorced when I was itty bitty baby right then I had a stepdad he's a jackass so basically I had no good father role model in my life hence instead of wasting my whole life blaming my dad who wasn't around for him and my mom getting divorced right or blaming my stepdad for being a jackass because I could easily do that I could easily to this day I could easily sit there and blame them for everything that's ever gone wrong in my life. But instead, I choose to blame them for everything that's gone right in my life. Because you know what? I might not be the best dad in, my, in, in the whole world, but I bust my ass at being a dad. I bust my ass. If somebody says, hey, Sean, I read this good book on parenting. Damn straight, I'm going to read that book. Someone's like, hey, check out this blog. Hey, Sean, check out, you know, check this out, which is hard. And that's why I created this show. 
because there are no radio shows. It's hard to find a radio show that's a dude talking about dude stuff. That's a guy talking about dads. That's a guy that's going to sit here and talk about puberty. It's hard to find that, so we had to create it. But I can guarantee you right now that I make mistakes. Because my kids, one day, probably 20 years from now, they're going to be sitting in a therapist's office going, my dad came to every school event. There would be no other parents there, but my dad was there. And, oh, he just embarrassed me and smothered me, and I don't know how I ever survived. Could be. You know? But I didn't want, I'm not missing a minute. I would rather my kids be disappointed that I saw too much shit than them be disappointed that I didn't see nothing. But I'm going to screw them up. Neither one of my daughters is probably going to get married. Because how are they going to find another dude that's as amazing as me? Yeah, ain't going to happen. <laughs> I'm messing up the dating pool for him. Nah, but, but on the real, I'm trying my best, right, to be a great dad. So I don't blame them for being them, for doing them. No, I thank them. Thank you for making me the man I am today. Well, how do I make you the man you are today? I wasn't around. Exactly. Because if you were around all the time and you were at every baseball game and every soccer game and every basketball game and every Christmas and every this and every that, then I wouldn't be the guy I am today. I'd be different. There'd be something amazing about me that would be different. I don't know what it is. And I don't want to know because I like who I am. You know, I got a mom that did a lot of drugs. I got aunts and uncles that did all kinds of drugs. You name it, weed, crack, coke, heroin. You, If there's a drug out there, there's somebody in my family that's done it. And when new drug, you know how like you're wondering, man, like how did this new drug get invented? Like who would have thought to like make crystal meth like with bleach and ammonia and whatever else like Claritin or whatever that allergy pill that I need to get sometimes. Sudafed, that's what it is. You crackheads piss me off, though. I will tell you that. I'm, and I'm not blaming you for this, but I'm expressing my dislike toward you. When I go to the pharmacy to get my Sudafed, because sometimes my allergies flare up so bad that Claritin don't work. Dude, I got to show them like 12 forms of ID. Like, this is ridiculous, man. I'm buying a box of pills. You see the snot running out of my nose, right? And you see that I need this. But now I got to give you ID. I got to sign on this pad. I got to go all the way back to the pharmacy and I can't pay for it with the rest of my groceries. I got to pay for it then and there. And then I got to hold that bag around as I go by my rest of my girl. Man, you guys messed up my world. But if you ever wondered, how did somebody come up with that? Like how, who was in their kitchen mixing bleach and ammonia and Sudafed? It was probably a member of my family because they probably needed to get high or drunk or something. And they didn't have nothing in the house. So they're just like, shit, use what you got. You know, use what you got. It's kind of like grandma would make dinner sometimes. Broke as hell. Ain't no food in the pantry. Use what you got. All right. We having SpaghettiOs and mustard. Woo. You know, I'm just joking. But, you know, that happens. It's like, well, we got some chicken. I've done it. I didn't have time to go to the grocery store. I'm like, shoot, all right, I got some chicken. I got some green beans. Uh, I got some breadcrumbs. I got some lemon. All right, cool. <laughs> like breaded lemon chicken coming up. You just use what you got, right? So 
That's how those new drugs get invented. Someone from my family uses what they got, and then boom, pandemic. But anyways, but check it out. I'm 42 years old. I have never smoked a joint in my life. Never puffed, never not inhaled, never one drug. Never done crack, never done coke, never done nothing. Like I've taken like a couple of aspirin, even like uh, like Vicodin or uh, the pain pill. I don't even know what they're called, but the pain pills that people give you, like, you know, when you get surgery. I remember I had my appendix uh, exploded and I had to be on these like pain pills when I got home. I took like maybe for the first day, maybe day two, but it makes you loopy, man. I don't, I don't like that feeling. I don't want to get hooked, right? Because everybody in my family's hooked on drugs. What's the number one way to not get hooked on drugs? Don't do them. Hey, I can't be a crackhead if I've never tried crack. But if I try crack, there's a good chance I'm going to be a crackhead. Because everything I try, I get addicted to. I like it. You know, if it sticks with me, I'm like, boom, I'm all in. It could be anything. It could be like Pokemon Go to... The Sopranos, like Netflix and me, it's like not a good mix, man. Because like me and future wifey, like we'll get like hooked on a new show. And it's like the girls are at their mom's house that weekend. Bet it ain't nothing but Venencia's pizza, a 12 pack of beer. And like, dude, we ain't leaving his couch. It's crazy. I get hooked on things, but I've never done a drug in my life. Why? Do I blame my family members, my moms, my aunts, my uncles, all my support system, my tribe growing up? Do I blame them for being drug addicts? No. I thank them for keeping me away from drugs. Not that they ever told me, Sean, don't do drugs. I got uncles that offered me drugs. I got, I got uncles that are like, hey, if you go down here and get me this, you can have a little something, something. No, that's cool. I'll go get it for you, but I don't need none of that. I might get myself two Tootsie Rolls and a blow pop. Thanks. But that's what keeps me the way I am today. I don't blame them. I thank them. You know, I drink responsibly. I'll probably have like the most three drinks in a night. My typical night, like if, if, if I go out to dinner, I'll probably have a cocktail, maybe two. You know, maybe I'll go like if I'll go watch a football game with some buddies, I'll have a beer, maybe two. But like a good night, like a woo, whoop, whoop, whoop party night. Three's the max. And I'm still taking an Uber home. Why? Because my family, alcoholics, runs in a family, ain't going to let it happen to me. So I thank them. I don't blame them. This next song, uh, little Kelly Clarkson. It's not really a blame song, but it's kind of a blame song. I want to try to find things that started with blame, but... This starts with because of you, so it's kind of like blame. So check it out, Kelly Clarkson, because of you.
with swag check us out on itunes and please subscribe rate and review the show we need all the love we can get you can find all our past episodes on dadswithswag.com follow us on social media at your coach sean and if you have any questions or show ideas or you want to come on the show email me at sean at seanalfonso.com with my busy schedule we're always looking for healthy snacks Our go-to snacks are RX Bar Kids. They're the same high-quality taste wifey and I enjoy, but in a size and flavors kids love. Still made with real ingredients and a label I can read. Enough about what's in RX Bar Kids. Let's talk about what's not in them. No sugars, gluten, soy, or dairy. With Belle's crazy dance company schedule, I always make sure she has her favorite apple cinnamon raisin RX bar kids in her dance bag. And for Ava, Berry Blast is her go-to snack for acting class, especially when she always brings that yummy chocolate chip to school. Find them at Target or go to rxbar.com forward slash swag and get your 25% off that first order. Once again, that's rxbar.com forward slash swag and get 25% off your first order. 
Yo, fellas, did you know 60% of men start losing their hair by the age of 35? It's also way easier to keep the hair you have than it is to regrow hair. Lucky for you, I have a swagged out VIP private entrance type solution. It's called 4hims.com, a one-stop shop for hair loss and sexual wellness for men. Look, with kids, work, and that honeydew list, who has time to hit up the doctor and get help with hair loss? What if I told you I can hook you up with a way you can get a prescription for hair loss and sexual wellness from the comfort of your own home? And I'm not talking some quote-unquote supplement you pick up at the gas station or on late-night TV. I'm talking real prescription medicine that has a proven track record. All you have to do is fill out a few questions and send in a couple pics of your scalp. Then, a real doctor will look over your info and prescribe your medication that will ship discreetly to you from 4 hymns. And I got the hookup for you. Order now. My listeners get a trial month of hymns for just $5. Right now, while supplies last. See website for, for details. This would cost hundreds if you went to a doctor or pharmacy. Go to 4hymns.com slash swag. That's 4hymns.com slash swag. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash swag. 4hymns slash swag. The blame game. All right, Sean. So I wrote down my list of all the things that people did that messed me up. I wrote down my list of all the amazing things that I am today, all the great qualities I have. Now what do I do? What do I do to get past this shit? What do I do? How do I move forward? Well, there's a couple things you can do. All right, of course, I'm going to lay these out for you, right? One, you can call the person up. Call them up. Call them up and thank them. Say, thanks for making me the person I am today because if you weren't a drug addict, I wouldn't be amazing. Thank you for making me the person I am today because if you weren't an absentee dad, I wouldn't be amazing. Thank you for making me the person you are today because if you didn't beat me as a child, I wouldn't be an amazing foster parent. So call them up and thank them. That's one, and that will freak them out. First of all, they're probably going to cry. So just be prepared for that. There's going to be emotions. Because you've been resenting them and blaming them for so long. Now that you're flipping the script. Oh, man. It's going to freak them out. They're going to be like, well, was you listening to some woo-woo shit? What's going on? Did you go to church? <laughs> that might be the first question. Did you go to church? You get some Jesus in you? No, I was listening to the dads with swag, man. And he told me, don't blame people. So thank them. Thank them for making you the person you are, right? Because without those experiences, you wouldn't be you. And then if you feel like getting a little bit deeper, ask them questions. What were the things in their lives that made them the person that they are? What were some of their blames? What are some of the shit that they're carrying around? What are some of these things that they're holding on to? 
that made them the type of person that they were to do the things that they did to you to make you the type of person that you are. Talk to them. It's going to be uncomfortable, but that's okay. It's going to be scary, but that's okay too. If you need somebody to just give you a little, hey, do it, little accountability, hit me up. I'll hold you accountable. I'll make sure that you make that call at 7 o'clock at night. I'll follow up with you at 8 o'clock at night, see how it went. Hit me up. Actually, but it would have to be like 8 o'clock at night and 8.30 or 9 o'clock at night because the girl has got to go to bed and stuff. So from 7 to 8 at night, really, and my life is hectic. So if that time frame wouldn't work out. But after that, I'm free. Free as a bird. Hit me up. At your Coach Sean. I'd love to help you. Sean, I'm not calling him. That jackass. He's just going to yell at me. He's not going to understand. Or maybe the person's dead, right? Write a letter. Write a letter. You don't even have to send the letter. But just write the letter. Thanking that person for making you the person you are today. Because without yelling at you as a kid, without not showing up to your games as a kid, without having a job when you was a kid, making you eat government cheese. You know, and it's funny because you knew too the kids that came to school with the government cheese sandwiches because that cheese was cut thick as hell. It's hard to cut a thin slice of cheese out of a 10-pound block. Write that letter. Say thank you. I don't want to write a letter, Sean. I'm too lazy to write a letter. All right, if you got it like that, then every morning when you wake up and every night before you go in, before you go to bed, right? Like when you're brushing your teeth, you should be brushing your teeth at least twice a day. If you're not, you got other problems. We'll talk about those in a different show. We'll bring on a dentist or something. I want you to look yourself in the mirror and I want you to say, if it wasn't for this, I wouldn't be this. If it wasn't for my non-existent father role model, I wouldn't be an amazing dad. If it wasn't for my alcoholic mother, I wouldn't be sober. If it wasn't for me getting the crap beat out of me by my parents, I wouldn't be a parent that doesn't hit my kids. Or if I do hit my kids, I recognize it as a negative thing and I'm trying to get some help to work on it because I know what it was like. Whatever it is, say it to yourself in the mirror. And you ain't even got to say it out loud, right? I know you're going to be like, I'm not saying that stuff, man. My girl's going to think I'm weird. Say it to yourself in the head, but look yourself in the eyes. Get it into your soul. Don't just say it. Feel it. Experience it. You know, but then you're like, well, what if, Sean, my life ain't even amazing? Like they messed my life up and my life's still messed up. And, you know, my parents hit me, so I hit my kids. And, you know, my parents was broke and I'm still broke. And my parents did crack, so I do crack. And, man, it's all their fault, everything. I have no job. I have no life. I have no teeth. I have no clothes. My shoes don't fit. I got no socks. It's all my parents' fault because that's what they did then I want you to do this 
I want you to get up. I want you to find the closest homeless shelter. And if you're living in a homeless shelter, I want you to find the closest veterans home. And I want you to volunteer. I want you to help them out. Take that little step. Take that little step of starting to give back. Because then, and only then, will you realize that you have something that somebody else doesn't. You know, if you if you living in a place with the roof over your head and you go to a homeless shelter and you experience life with people who don't have a roof over their head, now you have something to thank those people for. Now you have something to thank your mom and dad for. Hey, I might not have shit, but at least I got a roof over my head. Thank you for screwing me up so much, but at least I know to always keep a roof over my head. Or at least you screwed me up so much, but I don't have PTSD. Or I have all my limbs. Or I've never had to shoot somebody who I didn't know. Or I didn't have beef with. I didn't have to kill a perfect stranger and a child and a mother. Now you have stuff to be thankful for. Everybody, everybody, I don't care who you are. You got it better than somebody else because you done won the lottery just by being born in America, right? You won the lottery right there. You, if you have a refrigerator in your house, just a refrigerator, empty, no food in it, but a refrigerator in your house, you automatically have it better than 30% of the people in the entire world. Just because you have a fridge. Now, if you have food in that fridge, dude, then it jumps up to like 50%. Like it's, it's crazy. So just by you having a fridge in your house, you have it better than, and I think it's even more than 30% of the world. You know, Jim Harbaugh, that ex-great 49er coach, he says it best, you know, him, his, his parent, his dad was a football coach and didn't, you know, they moved around a lot and didn't have much money. And one time, uh, their mom had taken the car. They only had one car they had to share it. The mom had taken the car. So the hardball children and the hardball daddy had to walk to school. And they would walk to school in the snow or the rain or whatever it was, you know, all the time. And they'd be walking to school hella cold, and the daddy would just say, who's got it better than us? And then all the kids would say, nobody. You know, because they already knew they had it like that. They already got it good. We got three hots and a cot. We got it better than 90% of the people in the world. So I don't care how invaluable you think your life is right now and how you cannot thank anybody for anything. You can. Go find those people that are less fortunate than you. And then I had to come up with another blame song, right? We're about to finish the show up. Got to come up with another blame song. And I couldn't think of one, right? And I'm like racking my brain, thinking, thinking. And then it dawned on me. The most famous lip syncers of all time, my homies, Millie and Vanilli. I don't know which one's Millie. I don't know which one's Vanilli. They both got dreads and they both lip singers, right? Millie Vanilli, blame it on the rain.
back to Dads with Swag with your host, Sean Alfonso. Welcome back to Dads with Swag. Check us out on iTunes and please subscribe, rate, and review the show. We need all the love we can get. You can find all our past episodes on dadswithswag.com. Follow us on social media at your coach Sean. And if you have any questions or show ideas or you want to come on the show, email me at Sean at SeanAlfonso.com. Are you a dad that has no idea where to get the perfect birthday gift to that last minute birthday party your kid just told you about? Wifey's on a girl's trip and you need to find swaggy things to do with the kids? Make sure you go to the one-stop shop made for dads by dads, azdads.com. So the blame game, I think we wrapped it up. Stop blaming other people. Thank them for making you the amazing person you are today. And if you don't think you're amazing, go do something for someone who has less than you. And that will truly show you how amazing you got it. Because you do. There is something magical about you. Every single person on this planet has something inside them that is truly amazing. And it's amazing because of the shit they went through. No doubt about it. So just think about that when you want to go blame your mom or your dad for messing up your life or blame your boss for not giving you that promotion. Think about all the amazing things that can come out of it. We out. Thursday or go to dadswithswag.com to download past episodes.